Welcome to the Christian Campfire Conversations podcast, where we have real conversations about real topics. Our goal is to educate believers in order to fulfill the Great Commission. So without further ado, let's get on to the podcast. What is going on, my basic family? We are here at 625 in the morning, recording for you guys. Keegan didn't come home, so... We have to do it via online. Yep. So that's I'm I'm the party foul here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Keegan, how's your how's your week been, man? Uh it's been not too bad. Um let's see. It's mostly just been studying for uh, my new job that I'm gonna be doing, uh selling insurance. So yeah, kind of a little bit of a change of pace, but it's been pretty chill ever since I got back to uh, Wichita since um, uh, Christmas break. Um, but yeah, mostly filled with studying and yeah, a little bit of reading. So really not too busy. How much you love reading? Yeah, yeah, big fan of reading. Uh, no, nah. but I, I have I have been learning to enjoy it a little bit more. So it's That's been good. good. It's been good. Yeah. Um, so how's your yeah? How's your week been? Yeah, it's been uh, school and had a basketball game on Tuesday, but I've actually been sick. I was sick Wednesday and Thursday and yesterday. Um, so I'm finally... Yeah, sick. Yeah, sorry. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, was, yeah, I wasn't actually sick. I just was faking it. Yep, so, yep. That's what so I heard. My mom. So my mom would let me stay home from school. <laughs> um, and no, but uh, but yeah, I've been sick, so I'm getting better and... Um, yeah, I get to get to preach on Sunday, so that'll be fun, as it always is. Heck and yeah! Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for today. It's been it's been a little while since we've been in the podcast studio. AKA yeah, it's been together. AKA it's been a lot, a long time since we've done something online. So, like the yeah, third episode. I don't enjoy it that much. No, I don't love it as much, but you know, it re- it works. It works, it, and and it's gonna be just fine does the job does the it, job it does the trick just fine and you know what else does the job is this book prepare to thrive by patricia engler i know i butchered that name but that's okay um so we're talking about this book today no we do not have a sponsorship from her no we do not have any connections with her um the only connection that i have with her is i went to the creation museum and the ark in kentucky and she was speaking there, and she was talking about dinosaurs were on the ark. And I'm not going to get into that. That's super interesting. We could talk about that one episode if mm-hmm. you guys want to, about dinosaurs, what the Bible says about dinosaurs, because it's kind of interesting. And unicorns. But she was talking about that, and she mentioned this book, and it is for, it's a survival guide for Christian students is what it is. Um, because Christian students actually have it kind of hard in america nowadays we are kind of i want to say almost in the minority as far as students go Mm -hmm. um for christians that are really wanting to truly live out their faith you know there's a lot of lukewarm christians i think that would claim that want the label of christianity but don't want the relationship of christianity and so i think there's plenty of those around but i don't think there's enough that are really wanting to grow in their spiritual relationship with Jesus. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's a really good point. Um there yeah, 
just to reiterate what you said, there's just a lot of a lot of lukewarmness, and because of this, um, you know, it's hard for, and and I, you know, we don't we don't go toe to toe with other countries as far as like, I don't feel like Christians get persecuted like they would in other countries. Like we're not we're not killing. There's not Christians being killed, yeah. but we have a culture that's been created that uh, pushes these ideals and. Um, has set this cultural cultural norm that is very far away from what the Christian, what God would want us to be. Um, and so, left to our own devices, we're going to live in this culture, and we're going to be, it, it will cause us to grow farther away from Christ. So, that's kind of, I think, where we want to um, focus on today is being in the culture but not of the culture you know we have to live in it yeah. like we there's no there's no getting around that it's it's there but we're gonna have to live you know live with it somehow yeah we have to survive that's why this book i think is really good it's a survival guide for christians is how do we survive in this culture in this world and so she lays down three different foundations that we're going to talk about today uh the first foundation is spiritual foundations obviously the most important this one needs to be the main focus of all the three foundations the first one you know obvious things reading your bible praying going to church we hear that all the time so it becomes numb to us but i think that because it's become numb to us like we don't really think about like okay well, I oh man, I have to get up in the morning and I have to read a book that God preserved for thousands of years so that I can learn more about an eternal, infinite being. Like, oh my gosh, dude! Like we, like we yeah. just kind of we don't really think about. It. It's like praying. Oh man, I gotta get up and I gotta pray. Or I gotta pray before I go to bed. It's like, oh, I have to talk to an infinitely loving, infinitely merciful, infinitely grace gracious creator that created me and loves me and wants a relationship with me and wants the best for me. Like, poor you. There's people yeah. in there that are suffering from depression because they feel that life is meaningless and they have no one to go to. Mm-hmm. And here you are you know, using God as a vending machine. These spiritual foundations are super important. We should be building those up with those little things like reading your Bible and praying to God. Yeah, and I think um, I think another point of emphasis on the spiritual foundation is, um, you know, regardless of, of whether you your family decided to, you know, homeschool you through, um, whether it was grade school, high school, um, at some point, and, and I'm not making a statement on that itself, but I'm saying at some point you have to go out and live amongst the world. And without this foundation of um, spirituality that you, you gain from a relationship with Christ, you're bound to fail. Um, it, if you use this time you know, where maybe you're a little bit more separated from the culture per se, like, um, well, it's just kind of like steps up. So like, um, for me, like Max and I both were, were in public school from, from preschool essentially. And so, you know, you know, you get into grade school and you've already, you're already exposed to, um, some worldly things, but it's can only be so much cause it's grade school. 
um, anymore. We're seeing that it's they're pushing way too much on grade schoolers. But like I said, that's not what I'm commenting on. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, you, you step up to, to, to junior high and then you're opened up to a whole nother level. Like now you have now you have phones and, and now you have you can communicate with one another. You have so many opportunities to mess up. And so, like, that's why these younger years are so monumental for um, pursuing your spiritual growth to set that foundation for when, you know, uh, say you were homeschooled up until junior high and now you've had this chance to set this foundation um, without like an influence, influence of the culture as much. And then you get to high school and you have this good foundation, you are going to be less likely. But and let's talk about, you know, for, for us um, in high school setting this spiritual foundation now uh, max next year when you go out into college or or this year for me just being out um you know in the working world per se um that that foundation that was set in you know junior high and high school first of all ingrained into me by my family um and then reinforced by me taking that step for myself to pursue my own personal journey um, now I feel like I am more prepared, got that spiritual foundation. So when the world's temptations, when, when whatever comes at me, um, I'm ready for that. And I think a big part of that is, um, being messing up, you know, um, falling into those temp, like, I don't want you to, I don't want you to have to learn by falling into those temptations, but honestly sometimes that has been my best way of learning is messing up okay taking a step back dang I really messed up let's do better yeah no you make it you make a good point like sometimes that's the only way we're gonna learn right I mean like I haven't heeded God's warnings for the last three months and so now I've sinned and that's you know, and you've sinned against God, but that's the only way that you're going to learn now. And you have to ask, confess your sins, and you shouldn't want to do that further. And you shouldn't have wanted to do that in the first place. I need to, you know, clarify that, you know. God's yeah. grace isn't just this thing that you get to just cash out um, whenever you want. Um, and I do think, too, that another important part of spiritual foundations is finding a church. You know, yeah. when you go off to college, or maybe you have to call it right now, you know, you need to find a church that, you know, you agree with theologically. And I think, did Tim talk about going to different churches? Yeah, so, I, I mean, what he brought up to, I don't know, he didn't talk, I don't know if he talked about it. Yeah, he did, he did. Because, okay, yes, he also brought this up to me individually um, about going to different churches. But, you know, say picking a church for, for a month and then, attending everything that they have to offer and just getting the full scope of what this church is all about um, rather than just going one Sunday and kind of like maybe you get a weird feel about a church on the first Sunday um, don't you know don't don't let that um, discourage you like you need to try it out and like give it a real shot yeah yeah and that I was kind of his too, advice yeah I know I, I couldn't remember if that was like a personal conversation I had with him yeah, right. or if that was like a conversation that we had. Probably both. Probably both. Probably. Um, and I think, too, when you're thinking about your spiritual foundations, you need to think about like when you go to a church is like what kind of age groups are there? You know, if it's mm-hmm. 
only young people, like maybe you should find someone with a little bit more of age diversity. Or if it's all old people, maybe you should find something with a little bit more age diversity that you can get the whole realm of what uh, God's family has to offer. You know, because mm-hmm. if you if you go to a family gathering and you ha- there's just the little kids, like you're gonna get annoyed by yeah. those little kids. And if you just hang out with them the whole time, you're not gonna learn anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and and maybe if you hang out with the old people the whole time, you're gonna learn a lot, but you're not gonna have any fun. Yeah, and that's so, true. You know, yep. and so maybe try out. You know, get to those different groups. So hey, you can learn some wisdom from some older people. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hinting at our third point, and then you you should also, you know, uh, oh man, what was I gonna say? And and then you can also you know have fun with your younger group, and that kind of goes into the third foundation, the interpersonal foundation. So we can just talk about that for a second, since we're already there. Okay. You know. Yep. Um. Yeah. I mean, I kind of talked about that. You know, there all those people in the church have an importance and have an importance for us. You know, I mean, you should have those Christians that, you know, you could go to the coffee shop with or go to a movie with, or just have fun with, Mm -hmm. but those are the same Christians that, you know, I hope that you can cry with and read your Bible with that are good brothers or sisters in Christ and good part of the basic family and that want to be there for you yeah in this in this time of life just with um you know being being that like what wherever you're at but like specifically what i'm talking about is that high school to college or whatever you're doing is a very is a very monumental time um and it's gonna it's gonna decide a lot like you make decisions these are maybe sometimes the first time you're making decisions for yourself and and it's just only for yourself because you don't have necessarily your parents telling you um, you know they might be giving you advice or whatever but they ultimately don't have a say over too much over what you do anymore and so you're gonna have to make these these um, these good these decisions. So you need people speaking into your life. Um, I, I was there. I don't remember where I was at, but it was just one of one of the groups I attend, and they were talking about um, spiritual leadership. I was actually at my sermon at my church, and they were just talking about their goal um, for growing growing the church. And one of those is um, mentorship, discipleship. What you know that that idea um and that's kind of the idea we're we're talking about here um and the pastor said like you can only do so much spiritual growth on your own at some point you need somebody to help you grow and and you can't and that can't be with somebody who um who's on the same spiritual level as you you need somebody who is as you know usually it ends up being somebody that's older um, but really what you're looking for is someone who is more mature in their faith to speak into your life. Um, you know, maybe they've been through a lot of the stuff you've been through, or maybe they haven't, but nonetheless, they are they are, they are a lot wiser because they've seen a lot more. And their advice into your life is going to be extremely important. Yeah, no, I'm I have I have the perfect illustration, not perfect, but it's an illustration for this. 
So, you know, for those of you who don't know, we're part of a big farming community. Yeah, I'm going to use a basic farming illustration. It's okay. So imagine that you're a seed that gets planted, okay? And there's an absence of water. You're going to die. Okay, I mean that, that seed illustration that we have, you know, and then so you need water and then you need some fertilizer and then on top of that you need more water and then a crop scout comes along and checks on you and says, oh man, this plant is doing good or this plant is doing bad or this field is doing bad. And then on top of that, my dad's a spray pilot and so the crop scout will be like, well, this field or this plant, if we don't want to get specific, you know, has mites, has this vice, has this sin. And so, you know, my dad can come along and he sprays the crops to get rid of that. And my dad's not my, my dad's not God in this illustration. I'm just using that as an example of what a plant needs to grow. And in the mm-hmm. same way, we need everything to grow. We need a mentor. We need Christian friends. We need a place that we can come together with, um, like the church. We need the church to come around us, young kids, you know, and and to help us out. And you know, it's it's a fifty fifty thing. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as we would like to say, oh man, the church hasn't been helping us in our walk with Christ. You know, how available are we being to them? You yep. know, and that's that's kind of that. It's a two way street. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, having this, um, this, these people in your life is going to grow, um, your spiritual foundation as well. Um, but really what we're trying to build here is a foundation that cannot easily be broken by the enemy when we are faced with, you know, different challenges and, all of the things that we have been talking about have been things involved with um, Christian individuals, you know, whether they're younger, whether they're more mature, whatever whatever the case. But it's all preparing us for that that moment that you can't avoid where you have to go be out in um, in in the world with people who don't have the same ideas as you. So how how do you know how to stand up to someone when they just blatantly lie to you and and tell you things that aren't true and that's the that's the foundation that we're trying to build yeah and i think that segues right into the second foundation that she lays out so we have spiritual foundations reading your bible praying going to church we have interpersonal foundations you know the church that we can be available to the church and the church should be available to us right as a people group and then the second one is intellectual it's 645 intellectual foundations so this is the stuff that we know in our mind so you know i know just from personal experience that i've started taking a couple college classes and i know that there are things that the teacher says that i don't necessarily agree with and so it's like well but I don't necessarily agree with that. Like, I know that's wrong, but I don't really know why I disagree with that. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so we yeah. have to have those intellectual foundations. Not We don't have to know all the answers, but we have to know and realize that we have a place where we can find mm-hmm. all the answers. Yep. And that comes from God's word. Yeah. 
and I yeah. mean, all these are kind of interconnecting mm-hmm. and they complement each other in a lot of ways, you know, because a lot of, a lot of things that you may not know, you know, your interpersonal foundation can build up your intellectual foundation and your spiritual foundation can build up your intellectual foundation too. You know, like yeah. Tim has been my mentor, part of my interpersonal foundation, and he has built up my intellectual foundation a bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think one important part um, in regards to this is the just doing um, doing your research and and being um, being aware of some of the arguments that are being posed. So some of those might be the arguments for the non-existence of God, or even that this is the, these are just like secular ideas I'm talking about. But then even be be familiar familiarize yourself with the um, ideas within you know christian faith you know some some um some people like we were talking about you know with lukewarm christian christianity they bear the title of christian or they they self-proclaim the title of christian um but if they don't believe that jesus died on the cross and rose for their sins and, and rose on rose from the dead and you know and that is what gives them that ability to have their sins forgiven then they're not saved that's that's the that's the the very center of the gospel of of Jesus and so just being aware that there are people that don't believe that and um and like how how are we going to um, fight against that I mean not necessarily to them personally but like in our own head when they're like well yeah um, Jesus didn't rise from the dead because all these people were just hallucinating um, like how, if you've <laughs> I mean that is actually an argument that that people raise and um, but if you don't have this intellectual foundation the first time that you hear something like this and they give a list of compelling um, facts that like, oh yeah, I mean, I could see that being true. But then like once you start to compromise that one piece, it's a, it's a very, very slippery slope. Yeah. And no, I think, I think you make a good point about, you know, that, um, that there are non-negotiables that when people bring up some things that there are things that, you know, we have to stand by as Christians and that there are evidences for. This isn't this isn't a blind faith. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the common misconceptions and one thing that I don't want to give off, I don't want to give off this vibe about intellectual foundations, is that you have to have all the answers. Right. Because that's, that's simply not true. You don't mm-hmm. have to have all the answers because, you know, some of these arguments are just completely like, never heard this argument before and you're like i don't know the answer right now right but i know that with some reading and maybe some questions i can find out right mm-hmm. and and that's okay i yeah. mean it is okay to not know all the answers i don't know all the answers mm-hmm. i couldn't i mean i can give you some arguments and i can give you some rebuttals to some common arguments but man i've had some arguments that people have said that it's like I have no idea what you just said. You used a lot of big words. Those are big mm-hmm. boy words. I'm not there yet. Right. And that's that's okay. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to know all the answers. Intellectual found foundations is just the foundation that you should have that you know where to find the answers. Mm-hmm. 
and you are compelled enough to go find those answers. Yeah. You know, you, to go research, to go figure out. Like this, um, the author of this book, uh, Patricia, she said she was a biology student. She studied biology. She got, I think she got her bachelor's in biology. And so she was constantly flooded with the theory of evolution that it's true. And so in the book, she outlines some of the arguments that were posed against her Christianity, that were posed um, against Genesis chapter 1. And then she outlines why those are wrong. And I promise you that she didn't know those answers right away. Mm -hmm. That took time. That took effort to learn how to say, look, this isn't right. This isn't what God's Word says. Right. We, We know what is true because what the word reveals to us and then you know everything aside from that what we're saying is we're giving you the ability to be curious and because of that curiosity we want you to go explore and find good true answers that align with what the bible says and don't um a a good a good quote from um well at least she said it her name uh, terry lee cobble does the bible recap um don't don't shout where the bible whispers you know if the bible is not very like if we're gonna have um friendship ending um fights over whether the dinosaurs were on the ark um that's i'm sorry but that's something that's not um mentioned just explicitly in the bible um you know we can point to parts where we can see yeah maybe like that's that's what that's pointing to but we're dealing with, you know, two or three uh, verses, if I'm not mistaken, that kind of touch on this. But, you know, maybe that's not a great example. But what I'm, you know, you get where, I, where I'm coming from is is yeah. where the Bible um, is, is more quiet. Um, that's probably how important it is to our personal faith. Um, now, the Bible talking about, um, accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior is not quiet. So that's something that we yeah. should not be um, quiet about. Or and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's a, that's a good point. I've never heard that before. And yeah, I think that there's a lot of things, especially I don't want to say especially, but there's a lot of things that us Christians like to fight about. That, mm-hmm. like you said, don't like they don't in the matter they in the end they don't matter. Yeah. Right. Like, um, and I don't, you know, sometimes it's not a fight. Sometimes it's just a, a battle of ideas. And that mm-hmm. is, dude, that's totally okay. Yeah. Like, that's healthy. We should be having those mm-hmm. battle of ideas to see, like, okay, you bring up a good point, but I disagree here. Yep. And, and I think that's what I was going to say is, is instead of attacking the person, we should be attacking the ideas. So instead of saying, you know, no, you're dumb because, you believe that the earth was made in seven billion years, mm-hmm. we should say, no, I don't think Darwin's theory is right because I don't think the earth was made in seven billion years. Right? I think that's I think that's kind of where we go wrong is we start attacking the person and not the idea. Or it's the other way around and you're attacking the idea and the other person takes it personally and thinks mm-hmm. that they're attacking or that you're attacking them. And... You know, in all honesty, I mean, 
sometimes maybe you could have phrased it better, but maybe it's not your fault. I mean, maybe they just took it personally and just decided that, oh, hey, you know, Max is being a jerk because he said this about what I believe. Mm-hmm. Well, and and that give, uh, this this is true for um, in any part um, of Christianity, but there is a there there is a healthy amount of uh, conflict, you might say, um, when and and I think what these foundations are are trying to set you up for is you know we have different character types in life. We have the people who I mean are probably like you and me who are very outspoken about about what we believe and we're going to take that straight to somebody but we also have the people who are not that way and they are fellow brothers sisters in christ brothers and sisters in christ and they're no less mature because of that um but they just you know they have a different way uh of of living living that out um but what what is healthy is for i I think it is healthy for christians to um, disagree on the minor things on the major things i mean if someone is coming out and, and saying like you know some things about the christian faith aren't true we need to be you know soon to correct that in a healthy way um, but what i'm more talking about is um, minor de- minor details in regards to like is the, the earth flat yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but uh you know minor details that have that are not salvation issues we should be okay with a little bit of conflict there um but as long as it stays healthy and as long as um you know both sides are being civil yeah no both sides both sides are showing the characteristics of love they're being patient they're being kind they're uh you know you know the rest yeah Oh yeah, I just don't want to, you know, bore you. Yeah, with, with the whole Bible. So yeah, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, man, that's all I have for uh, this morning. Yeah, I mean, that was really good. Um, yeah. Yes. You, uh, go ahead. I think everybody out there should just. I know we talked about it a lot, but there's a lot more in this book that we didn't touch on. She has, you know, personal stories in here. She has, you know, just kind of easy things, uh, like practical tips that she has to use. And then she also kind of has like these biblical strategies and also just simple facts that you can use in your own life to rebuttal some common arguments against Christianity. You know, it's, it's very easy to read. Um, so I think, you know, if you're out there and you're a, you're a high school student, college student, whatever, I think you should get this book and read it. It's very, very good. What about you, King? What do you think? Do they think they should? Do you think they should read it? I think you should read it. Um, based <laughs> off what Max has said about it, it sounds like an amazing book. Um, but yeah, just wanna just wanna reiterate that um, building these foundations when you have um, uh, building these foundations when you have less distractions is better. But if you've already you know got to the point in your life where there are lots of distractions, don't let that be a stumbling stone. Like continue um, to to try to build those foundations, even if it's late in life, it doesn't matter. Preach um, it, brother. Preach so, it. yeah, build your foundation on the rock, not on the sand. Yeah, that's right. Spiritual foundations, intellectual foundations, and interpersonal foundations, and they almost kind of correlate. Yeah, they very much do. Yes. So, yeah. Well, peace out. Basic family. Wait, wait, wait. 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 To give. Oh.
Yes. Um, to be next episode. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Peace out, basic family. Peace out, basic family. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Christian Campfire Conversations. I'll see you next week.